Father, we thank you. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You want to pray? Yes, we learned about being a good son or a good daughter. Thank you, Jesus. Of the Lord. You want to pray that the Lord will make you a good son, a good daughter of the Lord, a good son, a good daughter of your spiritual father, a good son, a good daughter of this house, this church, a good son and a good daughter in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray now. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. What a great blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. It's been a good time of fasting and praying. Already today is day 10. Very soon, it will be over. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage you to keep fasting and keep waiting on the Lord. Amen. Amen. So for the past two days, you have been looking at being born into a family. Hallelujah. And we learn that God has brought us into a good family. Amen. Amen. Now, I think all those of you who are here, I think most of you sit on the third seat, so Rose, come and sit here. Um, Linda, push your seat forward there. Eh? So long, please sit on this side. We don't need more chairs, though. Or do you need a chair? Who is that chair for, Erica? Who is that chair for? Go and put it back and come and sit here. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. So, we thank God that God has brought us into a good family. Amen. Amen. It's not all families that are good. Is that true? Some families are some way. Yes. But we thank God that even though some families are some way, God has brought us and put us in a good family. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And in a good family, we are made up of fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, sons, and daughters. Amen. Amen. On Monday, we learned how to relate with a father. Yesterday, we learned signs of a true son and daughter. And today, we are looking at signs of dangerous sons and daughters. Amen. Some sons and daughters are very dangerous. I pray that you not become a dangerous son. Your amen is too weak. Look at someone who is not saying amen beside you and, and watch the person carefully. I pray that you will not become a dangerous son or daughter. I can't hear you. I say, I pray that you will, you will not become a dangerous son or daughter. Hallelujah. Amen. All those of you who are on Zoom, make sure that you are following us and we see you on the chat. Those of you who are supposed to be here that you are hiding on Zoom, be very careful. Because it is not the same to be... Uh, on Zoom than to be here, but God has given some people mercy. They are not around, so they are on Zoom. But you are around. So be careful. Amen. Amen. Alright. Signs of... Maybe you are becoming a dangerous son or daughter as you are hiding on the Zoom there. Maybe. Check yourself very well. Alright. Signs of dangerous sons and daughters. Let me give you a background. King David had a lot of wives and a lot of concubines, and he gave birth to many children. One of them was a guy called Absalom. Say Absalom. Absalom. Absalom decided that his father David was not fit to become king, and so he decided to overthrow him. So Absalom was a son of David, and yet he wanted to overthrow his father. Normally, when you hear coup d'etat, it's somebody else that wants to overthrow the president or the king or whatever. But this is a son born and bred in the house. He was wooing and pooping in the house. They were buying cocoa, massa, and um, your friend is saying, a brooding cartier and kose with gari. They were giving that to them. Maybe one time they didn't have food, they prepared kenke. Like we have been coming, we have been eating ice kinky and bread over here. That is Absalom. But he grew up and decided to turn against his own father. I pray that you never turn against your father. Amen. I said, I pray that you never turn against your father Amen. and your mother Amen. and your brothers Amen. and your sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. So he became a dangerous son and he wanted to learn from Absalom. The number one, signs of dangerous sons and daughters. Number one, 
They are full of unforgiveness and bitterness. Full of unforgiveness and bitterness. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 22 and 32. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 22 and 32. Uh, my helpers of reading the Bible get to be very quick. So that as soon as I mention it, you read it quickly. And the one who is showing it on the screen to be very quick. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 22 and then 32. Microphone, please. Amen. Amen. Second Samuel chapter 13, verse 32. Verse 22, 22 and then 32. And 32 okay. Yes. Verse 22. Okay. But he didn't discipline Amnon. Okay. David doted on him because he was his firstborn. Okay. Absalom quit speaking to Amnon, mm. not a word, whether good or bad, mm. because he hated him for violating his sister, his sister Tamar. Mm. Verse 32. Wow. Just then, mm -hmm. Jonadab, okay. his brother Shemir, okay. Shemir's son, Mm -hmm. stepped up my master must not think that all the young men the king's sons are dead okay only Amnon is dead wow this happened because of Absalom's outraged sins the day that Amnon violated his sister Tamar amen amen since the day Amnon violated his sister Tamar Amnon's Absalom's sister was called Tamar. Amnon was Absalom's half-brother. He went to rape Tamar, and he became very angry, and he was filled with unforgiveness and bitterness. Wow. The guy was so angry. Not only that, David too, King David, his father, didn't say anything. David said nothing. In fact, by the laws, Amnon should have been killed. But David didn't say anything. So Absalom was filled with anger. And the Bible said for two years, two good years, he didn't say anything to Amnon. And then he had a party and invited Amnon. Those who are not here today, they haven't heard it. Somebody has not been speaking with you for the past two years and has organized a party and you say you are going. The pairs has your WhatsApp number, he has your calling number, he has your message number, he knows your house, he knows your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, where you work, where you stay, the church you attend, all your community, you know all your enemies, you know everybody. He hasn't spoken for two years. And you say, I'm organizing. <laughs> Thank you, party, for the Lord. Amnon, please, can you come, brother Amnon? You know, you and I, we are brothers. You and I, we are brothers. And for two years, you haven't spoken to me. Amnon was not in church. So when we invited him, Amnon went for the party. He didn't know that the party, the real party was called Kill Amnon. That was the party. The theme of the party. Kill Amnon. Don't touch anybody. Only kill Amnon. Because Absalom was filled with bitterness. As the one sitting by, has somebody offended you? 
And more specifically, when you are in a church, somebody can easily offend you. In fact, stretch your leg to the left. Stretch your leg like this. And step on the one sitting by you. To the left. To the left. 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 Yeah. You see, the one closest to you, he's the one that you are likely to step on, not the one far away, the one closest to you. And when you are offended, or when somebody does something to offend you, refuse to be offended. And refuse to be unforgiving and be filled with bitterness. Dangerous sons and daughters never let go of their bitterness. Listen, if you have never been offended in this church before, you are the next in line to be offended. You are not saying amen. If I say you are the next in line to receive a blessing, I can say amen. It's just to receive this one too. And just know that we refuse to be offended. Refuse to carry unforgiveness. Refuse to carry bitterness. Hallelujah. Because you are likely to be offended. Absalom got offended and he killed his brother. I pray that God would deliver you from every unforgiveness, every offense, every bitterness in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, dangerous sons and daughters feel that they cannot be dismissed. 2 Samuel chapter 14 verse 32. 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 32. Let me give you an advice. Anybody who is around you, anybody who is working with you, anybody who is staying with you, anybody that you are friends with, that feel that 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 feels that he or she cannot be dismissed, cannot be done away with, is a very dangerous person. Why? Because the person can do anything and everything. You see why instrumentalists are so powerful today? Because they feel that they cannot be dismissed. Because, I mean, we, we need them. Every church needs them. We are fighting for them. So they have become powerful that, ah, how can you dismiss me? I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. And normally people who are skillful, people who are gifted, things that I can never be dismissed because they will definitely need me. They definitely want me. But I want you to understand that there's nobody in this world who is indispensable. There's nobody. There's nobody in this world. We haven't seen gifts before. That's why you think that your little gift, you know, you want to do uh, uh, um, something at home as well. Say we become very filled with pride. Hey! Watch inspirational voices carefully. Watch them. Watch anyone who comes and begins to pretend that I am king of kings and lord of lords. Watch that person carefully. He's a dangerous person. Say minus me. Say minus me. Yeah. Solomon, are you there? Second Samuel 14, 32, please read for us. Second Samuel 14, verse 32. Yes. Absalom answered him, okay. listen, mm-hmm. I sent for you saying, okay. come, and soon 
I want to send you to the king to ask, what's the point of my coming back from Gesha? I would be better off still there. Let me see the king face to face. If he finds me guilty, then he can put me to death. Yeah. Amen. 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 He knows that he cannot do anything to him. So I said, oh, let me come and let me, just allow me come and see the king face to face. And if he kills me, let him kill me. Yeah. That's how dangerous people behave. That's how dangerous sons and daughters talk. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm saying that never allow anyone around you who feels too big. I'm too big to be dismissed. There are some friends around who think that when they leave you, your life will come down. Dismiss that those people quickly. Immediately. Immediately at once. Let them know that you do not need them if they don't humble themselves. You have some friends, if you don't call them, they don't call you. Delete their number immediately. Delete their number. Kill them. Kill them from your phone. Block them. Actually, we don't have to block because they won't call. So just, yeah, just delete them so that you are not mistakenly call, call them mistakenly. Hey, hey, kill them, kill them. I said, kill them, kill them from your phone and bury them. <laughs> Amen. Because who people who feel that I cannot be dismissed is a dangerous, don't ever let that thought enter your head. I cannot be, you know, you have become too big, even bigger than God. God, you, you don't know God. That's why you think that you cannot be dismissed. You don't know God. You haven't, you haven't seen how God, um, uh, people who have ministries, whatever, has come crumbling down. One day, a certain church was inviting a pastor to come and preach in the church. So they went to invite the pastor. The pastor said, how many people do you have in your church? And he said, oh, we just started, so we are just about 30s and stuff like that. He said, oh, grow up. When you grow up, then you invite me. I'm too big for the church. Yeah. No, be inviting me. 30, dear me, I'm too big for 30. Ladies and gentlemen, within a short space of a few years, this pastor had no members. His church had finished. Because he felt that I'm too big, too indispensable. And that's what I'm saying that such pastors, such people, such men of God, such musicians, such instrumentalists, such gifted people, such people, we don't need them, we don't like them, we don't want them here. Yeah. Anybody we have invited here, when we invited Eugene Zuta, I asked him, man of God, would you want to bring your crew with you? Because such people, I mean, you, some, some, some musicians, when you invite them, when you invite them, you have to sell your TV, all the TVs in nature, I'm going to sell all of them, all the ACs and all that, before we can invite them and they remove. You have to add the remote to it. Before you can invite them. Because they will tell you that I have to come with 27 of my crew members, and my crew members, you have to come and pick them with a limousine from wherever they are staying, and you bring them. When you invited Eugene Zuta, he said, I asked, will you bring your crew? He said, no, I will work with the team that you have. Yeah, he said, I will work with them. We are here to worship God. I will work with them. And before we go here, he was even here. Yeah. There's such a person who will go far because he doesn't think that he is indispensable. That's what some people behave. behave. 
Amen. Are you there? One day, another musician in this car, I don't want to mention the name. A certain company was doing their end of year. I know somebody do this MTN worship, this corporate do it. A certain company was doing their program. They invited this man of God. I don't mention the name. They invited him to come. This man of God said, for me to come for the two hours or whatever that you need me, you have to pay me 15,000 Ghana cities. The company was so angry. They were, they were so angry that they said, get out. <laughs> what do you mean? Then they went to get another person. Who is that person? I don't know whether I should mention the name. I don't know whether this... No, don't let me know. They went to get another person. You know the person, but I don't want to mention the name. So they asked the person, what would you take? Because somebody has everything, what do you take? He said, oh, I'll come and minister. Whatever you give me, I'm fine. <laughs> he went to minister. When he finished, he gave him 10,000 Ghana cities. Yeah. When people feel that they are indispensable, they are very dangerous people. And that is why we have all sort of things going on in this world. Because people feel that I am the king of kings and the lord of lords. You don't know God. Though the people who know their God, they shall do exploits. And because they know God, they are humble. Absalom, he said, I come and see the king. Whatever you do, he can do to me. Amen. Amen. Number three. Dangerous sons and daughters criticize their father. Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 3 to 4. Criticize their father. Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 3 to 4. Anyone who can criticize is someone who is not involved in the thing. Because if you are involved in what you are doing, you can never criticize. It's because you are not doing anything. You are just contributing nothing. That is why you feel that you have a right to criticize. Amen. But when you are involved, when you are part of it, when your hands are in it, when your legs are in the mud, you are getting yourself dirty like everyone else, you cannot criticize. You rather seal it with admiration and appreciation. Amen. Amen. When you see the work that has been done, you are amazed. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, when I came here, when I came there, especially when I were ministering, when I came and I saw them, I, was, I almost collapsed. I said, wow, powerful. I, was, I said, this is amazing. But when you are not involved in the thing, that's when you begin to, you, they, they, you only find fault. That's all what you can find. Fault, 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 fault. That is why you are going nowhere. Because you have trained your eyes to see only bad things. Instead of training your eyes to see good things, you have trained your eyes, your ears, your mouth, only bad things. Those are dangerous sons and daughters. Be careful you don't become a dangerous son. Are you there? Yes. Let's read. Second Samuel 15, verse 3 to 4. Okay. Then Absalom will say to him, okay. Look, mm-hmm. your case is good okay. and right. But there is no deputy of the king to hear you. Verse 4. Moreover, Absalom will say, Oh, that I were made judge in the land, and everyone who has 
any suit or cause will come to me, then I will give him justice. Amen. Amen. Guess what Azon is saying? Oh, your case is good. I mean, oh, how they are treating you. They are not treating you well. You are supposed whatever. But you see, because the king doesn't have anybody in to know, that is why your case you know, is becoming bizarre. If I was a judge in the land, I will make sure that everything is fine with you. It looks subtle. Oh, look at this. But it's a very, very dangerous son who can say that. Like, what the king is doing, the king is wrong. The king doesn't have the right people, the right structures. That's why things are not going on well. But if I was the one who was the king, I would have arranged things like this, and everything would have been fine with you. Amen. The king's leadership is bad. That is why, even though your case is good, you are losing. That's what Solomon was saying. And I'm saying that it's dangerous sons and daughters who think in that manner. Who think that they can do better than the leader who has been put at the place where he has been put. Watch such people carefully. Watch them. Amen. And as I've told you that, never join the group who criticize others. Who criticize authority. We are brought up to respect our elders, but if you look at our country today, because of influence of Western culture, and instead of learning the good things about the Western culture, we have actually thrown away the good things, and we have copied foolishness. And we are, it's, not, it's okay to insult your elders. It's okay to criticize people above you. It's okay to criticize things that you don't know anything about. That's why we are going nowhere. Why are we not learning the good things about Western culture? Why are you not learning the good things about America? The fact that they're able to keep their country very well without many problems. Why are we learning the bad things? May the Lord have mercy on us. I said, may the Lord have mercy on us. Amen. Reverend Eastwood Anaba said, correction upwards is rebellion. Correction upwards is rebellion. You have no business correcting your elder. So, hey, my pastor, are they always right? Are they, no, they are not always right. But you are not the right person to correct such an elder. I will come to me and they say, oh, they have issues with this. And I tell the person, this issue that you have with your father, with your mother, with your uncle, with the, you will never win. So stop fighting. You won't win. The best is that go and see an elderly person that your father respects, that your mother respects, that your uncle respects, and let him deal with the issue. And as a child, stay out. Stay out. Because it is not your business to correct your father, your mother, your uncle. or Just stay out. And just allow God to deal with such a person. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Finally. Number four. We are talking about signs of dangerous sons and daughters. Number four. Finally. Dangerous sons and daughters have destructive tendencies. Destructive tendencies. Dangerous sons and daughters have destructive tendencies. 
And I want us to look at 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 29 to 30. 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 29 to 30. Dangerous sons and daughters don't care about what has been committed to them. They don't care about what has been given to their hands for them to take care of. All they care is that what they want to have their way. No matter what happens, no matter the situation, they must have their way. So they don't care what they will destroy in order to have their way. Are you there? Please read for us. Second Samuel 14, verse 29 to 30. Okay. He sent for Joab to get him in, in to see the king. Okay. But Joab still wouldn't budge. He tried a second time and Joab still wouldn't. Verse 30. So he told the servants, listen, Joab feels a joint's mind mm-hmm. and he has a crop of belly in it. Okay. Go set fire to it. Mm-hmm. So Absalom's servants set fire to the field. Amen. Wow. Amen. 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 What happened? Absalom set fire to the field of Joab so that he can get his attention. His farm, that he has his barley and his things that he has grown. Because he wanted to get his attention, he set fire to it. Dangerous sons and daughters will do anything to get little attention. They will, get, they will do anything for you to hear them. They will do anything for you to know that they are there. They will destroy things for you to know that them to day, them day. We to we day. We will cause the problem for you to know that we too we are there. It's a sign of a person who is not a true son or a daughter. Because a true son or daughter knows that we have to preserve the thing. We have to take very good care of the thing. Look at how sometimes children behave. They will throw tantrums. They will roll over the floor. They will do anything. Why? Just for attention. But when they grow up and they become wise, you see that they put all those childish things away. But dangerous sons and daughters, when they grow up, they even become more dangerous. Somebody said that if somebody is stealing bulls and nuts at the railway station and you take the person to school, he will come back and you steal the whole railway station. Because the school will only help him to how to maneuver his ways out and get what he wants. Dangerous sons and daughters. In fact, that is how our country is not going far. Because this country is filled up with so many dangerous sons and daughters. How can we have electric wire there and you go, so we are going to cut it. He's going to cut the electric wire that supplies electricity to your house and to my house. He's going to cut it to go and sell. And when he's electrocuted, people are crying. We should be rejoicing. <laughs> Dangerous. How can that? We have laid water and you say, I'm going to dig and, and, and connect, do illegal connection to your water. People have done that and that is why water is not coming to your house. It's because people have done illegal connections somewhere, so they have diverted all the water that was coming to your house. Amen. I said, there's a kind of dangerous sons and daughters that can fail a certain nation, and that's why the nation is going down. And it's going down. You put people in affairs, and before they come, hey, are you here? 
I said that people get position for one year, two years, and before they leave, that is why sometimes people don't want to leave. There are people in certain companies, certain places, they will never go and leave. Leave. Oh, for the past 10 years, Unko lived there. And the day the person goes on leave or the person retires, that is when we see why the person didn't want to go on leave. That's why some, in some companies, leave is compulsory by force. You have to go. So that other people will come and see what you were doing so that we can see what you were doing. Dangerous sons and daughters of the land. But I pray that God will deliver us from it. Amen. I said I pray that God will deliver us from it. That is why our country, many years ago, I was traveling and I saw, I think it was the, I don't know if that was the, the river Prayer or one of the river there. Clean and nice. I was traveling in the nest and I saw the river. Oh my goodness, I wanted to cry. Just cry. Why? Because of dangerous sons and daughters in this land. That's what the Chinese government, um, government said. Uh, people don't know where the minerals are. It's your own country people who go and show them. Why should you intervene? And you are right. Why? But when you have dangerous sons and daughters in the society, they can destroy. See, because of what they want, it doesn't matter what they destroy. Destructive tendencies. Because it doesn't matter. They can destroy anything and anyone in their way so that that one person can have it all. But I pray that God will deliver us from it. Oh, I say I pray that God delivers us from it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please rise to your feet and let's pray. Every standing. If you're also connected on Zoom, please stand wherever you are because we want to just pray for one minute and then we end our gathering today. Our prayer is very simple. Lord, help me so that I don't become a dangerous son or daughter. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Makata kapala zebele kayanda balabaya makate pelo zodiyadaha. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. Makata balabaya he kataba lebrean taba lakayada he bilian taba labaya he bele de bele bele. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. Makata balabakate bele beya katanda labaya he kataba yala malaze de bele malaze de bele malaze de bele malaze de bele he kataya he kataya he kataya he kataya meledeya 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 ebi katabala zedeya he kataka prala katepela zudeya he kabeledeya in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus somebody lift up your voice lift up your voice lift up your voice he kapakatabala daya rakatabala zedeya oh thank you Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. Hallelujah! Pions, get up for the Lord. Pions, get up for Jesus.